0: Is your boss reading your email? The short answer is probably. Your boss may have access to your chats, messages, and emails. Part of the reason why is because you're allowed to work remotely. Casual conversations about gripes or stuff going on with your family tend to happen more often in a digital format rather you know, than water cooler talk, creating a digital record of all your communication. Now, if the service or device you're using was provided by your boss or your employer— There's a good chance your employer can see and retrieve everything you write, all your messages. If it's a personal device, but you have workplace software installed on it, same thing's true. If you want some privacy, you could use a service where messages disappear within a certain amount of time, like WhatsApp. But heads up, that's owned by Facebook and their parent company, Meta, which is widely known for massive data collection. Bottom line, anything you say can and always be monitored, so if you have a sensitive thing to talk about, best thing to do is do it the old-fashioned way, face-to-face. How have you been feeling overall lately? Coming up, the super strange thing that may be making you sick. So how have you been feeling overall lately? There is a super strange thing that may be making you feel sick. Hmm. It is... Screen time. Mm. There's a real condition doctors have named cyber sickness. It's kind of like motion sickness, but it's from sitting still and staring at screens, you know, whether it's working from home, social media, watching TV and symptoms include dizziness and nausea, eye strain, headaches and fatigue. Mm. Cyber sickness makes some people feel disoriented and they get vertigo. So what can you do if you're cybersick? sick? Uh, try wearing those blue light glasses when you're on screens Zooming in on the screen or using larger font sizes and, of course, taking breaks from screens helps a lot with cyber sickness, too. Yeah, no
1: kidding. Do you ever talk to yourself, Taylor? You ever talk to yourself? I mean, like, say things out loud. Just a tiny bit. All right, there are some phrases that we all say out loud to ourselves. There may be people who are, but we're really saying them to ourselves. I'll share what they are next. Everyone does these. Okay, we all say these phrases out loud when uh, trying to remember which way to turn a screw we all say out loud, "Righty tighty, lefty loosey." <laughs> have you ever done that?
0: Not that one. Never. I, no, I you haven't have a different done that. Phrase? One. Or are um, you like
1: a genius and can remember? <laughs>
0: no, my mom, my dad. It's kind of weird, but my dad taught me that when you turn it to the right, it shoots it like a gun. So I tell myself, "Like shoot it open." That makes sense. (laughs) Well,
1: feel free to use righty-tighty, lefty loosey. (laughs) Yeah, I've never learned that one
0: before, ever.
1: When spelling Wednesday, we all say out loud, or maybe to ourselves, Wednesday. Wednesday. (laughs) Right, right? And then these are the ones that we all say out loud, usually alone in the car, but to other travelers that are causing us problems on the road. Well, would you just go already? Or, (laughs) you can just go around me then. Or this one, this is my favorite. Nice blinker. <laughs> no one's in the car, no one can hear us, but we say all those things.
0: All right, Kev, if you need a physical copy of a book, which for you I happen to know you're that's the only type of book you read. Um, where do you get it?
1: Uh I wish I could say the library. I wish I would say for my local bookseller, but usually Amazon.
0: Yep. In a brand new poll, thirty-six percent said they hit up Amazon. Thirteen mm. percent said they'll try to find a bookstore chain locally. Um, 8% try the grocery store. Hmm. I don't think of the grocery store for books. Um, 7% say look up at a local independent bookstore. And another 6% would like to buy it from an independent business online. Um, do you know that no one answered library? Not one?
1: <laughs> well, that and was my first answer. A, my wife is always like, there's this building where they have all these free books for it's you. It's free. Why do you yeah. buy them?
0: A whopping 24% of people in this brand new survey would not know where to buy a book. Hmm. And most of them said they don't know because they never buy physical books. And uh-huh. my husband is completely he is an avid reader. He reads mm-hmm. every single night when he gets in bed. Yeah. It's always on his Kindle. Hmm. It's fascinating.
1: So the other day my wife and I looked at recently viewed shows. It'll put them all together no matter the streaming service and and show you what you've been watching. Um, I think we've been on way too steady of a diet of gangster and crime stuff. <laughs> what? <laughs>
0: That's your thing,
1: huh? Yeah. I'm, I'm worried about us. I think we need to need to watch a couple of old school Disney flicks just to cleanse ourselves. <laughs> yes. <laughs> maybe, maybe watch a few episodes of The Chosen. <laughs> yeah. Just to bring our TV life back around Seriously. where it should be. <laughs>
0: It's so funny you were talking about what shows you and Tracy have been watching lately. Mm-hmm. My husband is the TV DJ in our family. Like, I don't ever touch the remote. He kind of decides what we're going to watch. Okay, And I think we need a cleanse as well. I'll tell mm-hmm. you what's going on in just a minute. So it's so funny that you realize you and Tracy are on this, like, crime show spree. Yeah, especially those
1: true crime stories. They suck you in. Oh, you really? You want to know who, who done it. But... <laughs> After a Uh, while, you're like, wow. (laughs)
0: My husband is on this big kick right now. And he's like the TV DJ in our family. Like, I don't really touch the remote. And it's rare for me to just plop down and be like, okay, what are we watching tonight? He'll just like put something on and says, like, I'm walking through the room, getting something done. And he'll go, hey, check this out for a minute. But he is so into these documentaries right now. Hmm. And they're all about the Holocaust and what happened here in the United States during the Holocaust. And it is so eye-opening, like stuff you never learn in school, but also so serious and you can imagine just heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, can we, I think I need to go home tonight and go, can we watch a comedy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like right. you said, a Disney right. movie. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I got to relive um, something I love doing with my daughter when she was in like middle school, pulling up to like pick her up from school where all her friends were around and yelling, hey Dad's here and embarrassing. I got to relive that last night. Tell you how next. Okay, so my daughter, April, she's 21. How did our baby April get to be 21? I don't know. But I loved, particularly in middle school, pulling up to pick her up and yelling, April, here's your dad who loves you very much. I'm here to pick you up. She would just want to crawl in a hole. Well, last night, her boyfriend's car is in the shop and he needed a ride. And she said, would you mind going and picking him up i'll go with you but would you mind driving and pick him up her car happens to be in the shop too i said sure so uh we pulled up to where he works and it was dark you know and the place was all locked up and he was coming out and uh other employees were coming out with him so i rolled down the window and i yelled patrick patrick it's your girlfriend's father here to pick you up
0: ah, you're so brave did he just want to sink through the
1: floor no, he was laughing he was like oh it's april's That's dad he thought hilarious. it was great april's like dad dad please just stop please stop Please stop! <laughs> it was a dad win didn't expect it but a dad win
0: so have you embarrassed your kids lately my husband had to take my 15 year old niece drop her off at school yeah and he said i wanted to roll down the window and go bye ava your uncle glenn loves oh, you totally and i went please tell me you did it he goes Nah, I want her to talk to me again.
1: (laughs) (laughs) See, I think that they act like they don't like it, but underneath they really do.
0: Uh, That's what we tell ourselves anyway, right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) So we all are, I think, whether we love him or hate him, we admire him a little bit, Tom Brady, for the fact that he's what, like, I don't know, 67 years old and he's still playing football? (laughs) No, I think he's 42. Well, uh, there's a guy in North Dakota And he walked on to his North Dakota State College of Science and Technology football field and said, yeah, I'm 49, but I want to play football. He played in high school and he's been working a job and he went back to school to get his degree. And he's like, I'm trying out for the football team. He made it. He's a starting offensive lineman. That's awesome. (laughs)
0: Wow. For a college football team.
1: 49 years old. He's 11 years older than the coach and the players, of course. He's got them beat by decades, and they love having him on the team.
0: Is he like—I Is I, I feel bad asking this because appearance doesn't matter, but— is he ripped or does he have a dad bod with a gut? Like no, what does he ripped. look you're like? Not he's getting ripped? out there and
1: playing football with 18, 19 and 20 year olds. But I mean like the big really what do they called? Shape.
0: Linebackers. They're they have guts, right? Usually they're like No. Whoa.
1: No. Okay, Taylor's talking sports.
0: <laughs> I'm just genuinely curious. And I would guarantee you no, there's women in, in the in, audience that are also he's curious. He's in great
1: shape and he's doing great and he's 49 and way to go. That's
0: awesome. I love your story about how that guy just like is you're never too old to mm-hmm. pursue your dreams. We're going to talk about that in just a minute. So that story you told about the forty nine year old who's on his college football team. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think someone that old could qualify. I, I know physically you can, but you would think there'd be an age limit. <laughs> but it made me think of the the story we told it on the show a while back. Remember the grandma and grandson? that they had the goal to visit all 94 national parks. Right, right. And when they rekindled their relationship, grandma was super frail. She wasn't doing anything. And now she can hike with the best of them. It's like it caused her to age backwards, mm. spending all this time with her grandson and going mm-hmm. to all these national parks. Yeah. And it's just such a great lesson for all of us as we all, no one's getting younger. Right. As right. we all get older, to just don't stop. Keep going. Right. The Keep pursuing thing the, your the dreams. The 49-year-old
1: and the kids on that football team that they disagree about is mm-hmm. what music to play in the locker room. Oh <laughs> Taylor, I can remember being a kid and being left home alone. You're like, sweet, this is going to be great. And then when you get married and you're left home alone, it changes a little bit. We'll <laughs> talk about it next. Okay, so I can remember, you know, like when my mom and dad would go out or whatever, and I, I left home alone, you're like, freedom, yes, yes. I'm going to do whatever I want to do. Well, when you get older, it changes a little bit. Like my wife went out with one of her girlfriends the other day, and I really didn't do anything. I mean, my, my big bad boy thing was I ate chips on the couch, right? <laughs> that, was, that was my big bad boy thing. And I saw bad a dad boy. posted the other day, uh, similar thing. He's like, my wife, she went out of town for a couple of days. I didn't make the bed and I left all the decorative pillows on the floor.
0: He's a bad boy. (laughs) So it's so funny. You were talking about how when you're a kid and you get to be home alone, it's like sweet mom Mm -hmm. and dad. I never had that. I have four sisters. I never got the house to myself. And um, fast forward now um, ever since the pandemic, my husband's been mostly working from home. Mm. And so it's so wild. If for some reason he is gone and I'm home alone. It's kind of like, what, wait, wait, what's happening right now? Mm. Like I'm in shock. And then mm-hmm. we, for the first time in our entire marriage, we lost our beloved Alex the Wondermutt in May. We don't have a dog either. Mm. So it's so weird yeah. to be truly alone in the house mm. for the first time in my life if he is gone. So one of the best things I learned when I was in college, I was taking a, a class, a psychology class, and the professor said, "Hey, when you hear that someone passed away, Flip your calendar three months ahead and write a note to reach out to that person. Because everyone gushes and rushes to your rescue when you're first hurting. Mm, But where are they three months later? Well, someone who's really set an example for all of us in that, believe it or not, is all things my husband's favorite basketball team, the San Antonio Spurs. They just did the coolest thing. They drove 85 miles north from San Antonio to Uvalde. And they held an open practice for the whole community there. Mm. So all the kids, all the parents got to come watch the Spurs play for free and practice. Mm. And one picture sums the whole thing up. Picture's worth a thousand words, right? There's a player holding a little girl up to the basket, way up high over his head, and letting her put the basketball into the hoop. Mm. And the healing that they created just through that one event is just really special. Definitely there for the long haul.
1: So if you listen to the Kevin and Taylor show, you know we love dogs. My Mm -hmm. wife and I, we've got five rescues, and I feel very sorry for one of them right now. I'll tell you why next. Okay, so we have five rescues, and one of them right now, Taylor, has... The cone of shame.
0: No, not the cone of shame. What <laughs> don't you happened? Feel awful
1: for your dog. Oh, it's the worst. Every day he, he had a little nick on his side. He had to get a couple of stitches. Oh. And yeah, if he does a whole, like, you know, keep messing with it if yep. we don't put the cone of shame on him. But he's having a tough time with the cone of shame. Like, he goes to get a drink of water. And the cone is too big. He can't get his head down low enough to get a drink. I know. Going out the the door. He's banging into the doors. He only has a couple of more days. Is it
0: Marco or Charlie? And he's done.
1: No, it's Charlie. It's our dog, Uh, Charlie. And he's really tall. So that's why the, the cone's giving him problems. So hopefully he'll be released from the cone of shame within a couple of days and he can get back to life as normal. Okay, every mom, every dad has been there. Their kids just pester them with questions. It's like nonstop. And when they run out of actual good questions, it'll be why, (laughs) why, why? Well, uh, someone did a count of how many times Jesus was asked questions. Mm. We'll talk about that next. Okay so uh you can be just pestered to death by your kids like a million chickens pecking at you constantly with all the questions right why hey mommy why like when they run when you give them the answer they'll just keep going why why mm-hmm. well jesus according to this one count was asked in the gospels 74 questions by different people how many answers do you think he gave direct answers to those 74 questions four Yes. How did you know that? Have you heard this before? No, I was just guessing because
0: he, yeah. he speaks in parables right, and he he's, doesn't allow himself to be put on the spot. So mom
1: and dad, you can feel a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of relief in that you don't have to give an answer to every time they ask a the question because Jesus himself did not answer questions directly. That's so
0: funny. All
1: right. This is pretty interesting. They did a survey. They asked people, name two things that you find off-putting. You know things that other okay. people do that that just bug you. I want to guess what the number universal number universal. one? Universal. Everyone oh. was like, "Oh, this is this bugs me."
0: Man, universal because not everyone drives. Because I was going to say not using your blinker. Um, chewing number noises. One
1: was that's on the list, but it was number um. one. Number one is smoking.
0: Oh, smoking is the
1: number one thing that people find
0: off-putting. off-putting huh. But
1: uh, yeah, the noisy eaters. That was one of them, and I got to think about that. Do do noisy eaters know that they're noisy eaters? I don't eaters? think
0: they're aware. That's the challenge.
1: <laughs> uh, taking a phone call while you're in the middle of a conversation with someone.
0: Ooh, yeah. yeah and people find that, that off-putting. That a lot.
1: This one, I was surprised this one wasn't number two or maybe number one. When people are late. Because mm. usually those people in your life, they're consistently late. Which, if they're consistently late, that means they could be consistently on time if they wanted to, right? Uh, And then the last one, I think this one's probably pretty universal. Um, People that brag about themselves constantly. Boastful people. Yeah. People find that uh, a little off-putting.
0: Definitely. Definitely.